Hey, hey, everyone, Bree Seeley here. Today, we are going to be talking about owning your unapologetic truth. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, aka The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. I'm really excited about the podcast today just because I've been talking a lot with my friends and even some of you guys um, just about living in your truth and owning that in congruence to everything that you do. And Bree is a coach and a hypnotherapist who helps people bring their dreams to life. And so welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much. Excited to be here. Of course. Yes. And this, like I said, is a topic that I'm, I, I've been doing a lot of stuff with in my own life recently. So I just kind of want to give you the floor and just kind of talk about this and how you even got into this work and what it, what it even means to own your truth. Because I know in relationships, some people, they get into dating and they're like, well, you know, what do I have to do? Who do I have to be to fit in? I think it's kind of ingrained in us, you know, and yeah, instead of totally. who am I? And then just being that. Totally. Yeah. There's a part of my story that has been something that I've known about myself for a really long time. In fact, my mom remembers me talking about it when I was even like three and four years old. So I mm. fully believe that it's an experience that my soul set up, like that I just knew from the beginning of my mm -hmm. life forever. And that's that I don't want to have children. And so mm. I, I started dating for the first time in my life, at the age of 26. Up until that point, I'd been a serial monogamous relationship to relationship to relationship. Then at 26, I kind of went a little hog wild with like, hey, I get to date and meet new people and have these experiences mm -hmm. and have conversations. And it was interesting to do so from the being being from the perspective of being child free and knowing that mm -hmm. I wanted to be child free because mm -hmm. it it caused me to have to own my unapologetic truth in a way that I never had before. And there were a lot of conversations I had, you know, everyone thinks this is so common. Like everyone thinks that they want to change your mind. Oh, well, maybe, you <laughs> oh, know, yeah, yeah. you'll, maybe you'll want kids someday and maybe this and maybe that and all these things. And, um, it really forces you to stand firm in what you know about who you are and who you're meant to be in the world. And so it's something that I had to just kind of start adopting at a very, I don't know, young age, I guess, is really taking a stand for knowing who I was. And then I would play with like, well, is that something I even share with people? Is that something that I put in my online dating profiles? Is that something that I communicate on the first date? Or do I wait until things get a little further involved and then bring it up? And... Mm -hmm the rejection that comes along with owning your unapologetic truth is not necessarily easy mm -hmm. because you're going to bump up against a lot of people that want different things in their life. And in dating, right, we're taught that we should compromise who we are to be in relationship, that once we fall in love, love is the most important thing. And that anything that you know, isn't aligned in that relationship, you just need to compromise and change yourself in order to fit the relationship instead mm -hmm. of being yourself and attracting in the relationship that fits you. Right. Which is a completely different shift in energy. Yeah. Yep. And you have to get really okay with being yourself <laughs> And, you know, my experience, I've been single now for 10 years, dating and exploring and meeting and meeting a lot of people that are not my people, my person. <laughs> mm -hmm. And 
you, you, it really forces you to own who you are in a way that you don't necessarily have the opportunity to do in other areas or realms of life. And especially mm-hmm. around something like being child free, I don't get to date someone. You know, I, I went out with someone several years ago. He and I are still gr- great friends. And on date three, like I knew that he wanted to be a father and he now is a great father to four amazing children. And mm. like, I couldn't not tell him. Yeah. And it was more out of like compassion and respect for him than mm. stringing him along or whatever. And just really being myself. And he and I are, are good friends still to this day because of it, mm. instead of trying to manipulate the relationship or manipulate him or manipulate myself into fitting into a mold that was not mine to fit in in the first place. Right. And I think, like you said, like people try to either change your mind or they say like, Oh yeah, I don't know. And they kind of play in this limbo land. Like they're, you mm-hmm. are decisive. You're like, I know for me, this is what I want or don't. Yep. Right. And I think people are, they kind of don't even get to that point with themselves on, you know what, this is what I want. They're just kind of like, I don't know. I'll see what happens. And it's like, that doesn't, that doesn't work. Like would that work in a business, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, I'm just going to show up. I don't know. Uh, We'll see what happens. I'm just going to kind of, you know, roll with it. I mean, sure. Maybe in the beginning, but then you get clear and you get decisive and you make moves in a certain direction. Yep. Totally. I just wrote, um, I just wrote an article on Medium about this concept that we're really told that love trumps everything. And this idea that like love is the be all end all in relationships. And I, I will absolutely a hundred percent love my husband. I, I will like probably beyond what I can even conceptualize in this moment. And I want that love to be built on a foundation of shared values. Mm-hmm. And if I have to become a different person in order to fit into that relationship, or if he has to become a different person to fit into that relationship, it's going to be built on an unsteady and rocky foundation, which means that no amount of love can fix or stabilize that foundation. So, you know, I really, I I just, I'm, I'm really big into dismantling this, this myth that love is the most important thing in relationships. It's amazing and it's fun and it's juicy, but I personally don't believe that love is the most important thing. I believe that when two unapologetic souls come together and they're able to meet one another exactly where they are and share that life together, what could be a higher expression of that, right? Versus each of us trying to like change and manipulate and fit into some, what we think someone else's idea of perfection is. It just doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I would even on that, I, I mean, I completely understand where you're coming from, uh, but I just want to add to that, like that I believe love is the most centric thing in a relationship, but my definition, definition of love might be different than yours. For me, love is truth. So if I express my truth and that person expresses their truth and we're truthful to each other, that's love. Love is not manipulating or changing yourself or weakening yourself. That's like sabotage. (laughs) I don't even, I don't even know. That's not even love. I'm going to do something so that you don't leave. Yeah. And I think coming at it from like a woman's perspective, like we're just sold a very different narrative about love. 
right? Like mm-hmm. we're sold the Cinderella narrative of love mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we just, we just have to, you know, bend and fit into what someone else wants or what someone else needs in order and to be the men accepted. Are, exactly. And men are sold through media, a lot of movies and shows that they need to win her over. If she says no, mm-hmm. it's a challenge and you need to try harder and show more, which is, I mean, I was all in that whole mindset a few years ago and it caused me a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. So I completely can relate and understand that completely. Yeah. So I think my definition of love was more based on that. Although I will say I absolutely a hundred percent agree with your definition mm-hmm. of love as well. And like having that, that loving space that is built upon truth and is built upon shared values, I think is like the highest expression of partnership that any mm-hmm. of us could ever wish to create in our life. Exactly. So what, I guess, would you advice would you give to people who are maybe struggling with maybe even like deciding on what they want and asking for what they want because they're like, well, I don't know what this other person will do. And they're, you know, they're kind of struggling with that or they really know what they want. They're not speaking up and they're kind of falling into that mold of, Oh, well I have to do this to please this person. Um, which there's a difference between a pleaser and someone who pleases, but what would you, what would you say to them? So the first thing is if you're someone that doesn't know at all what you want, you don't know what desire means or you don't know, like you don't know what, how that expresses itself in your life. You have to start small. You have to take baby steps before you can, you have to, you know, crawl before you walk. Right. Mm -hmm. So start small on things that don't matter. Like start, like start playing with your desires through what you want to eat or what you want to Mm -hmm. watch or like really start playing with it on mundane things. And Mm -hmm. just start building that muscle. It really is like weight training. You have to start small and then start building up to the bigger things. Um, If you are someone who knows what you want, but you're afraid to express it for fear of rejection, there's a lot of like healing work to be done around that in terms of, you know, where are, are you dealing out abandonment traumas from your past? Where are you feeling like you're not supported? Where are you feeling like if this relationship isn't it, that the right one will never come along, right? Are you, are you Mm. believing in that there's a lack of available humans to you that could be in partnership with you? Um, I mean, there's so many different scenarios in that, but really starting to investigate and dive in, like, why am I holding my voice? Why am I failing to speak up for myself and really be my biggest advocate? Because mm-hmm. no one else can advocate for you. You have to do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And I love that with starting small because I feel that, you know, we, especially people that are listening to this podcast or stuff about relationships, they go deep and they think big. And so it's like super important to, to remember that the small steps every day, like you were saying, like what you're eating and like all these things are just congruence. It's congruence of your truth. Yeah. And the one thing I found too, is that like, if we try to go from say zero to a hundred and go from like not expressing any desires to like expressing the most extreme versions of desire, right? Like whether it be in relationship or even more intimate, like in the bedroom or any of those things, your ego is going to pop up and have a lot to say about you Mm. expressing your desires. 
But if you're starting small with things like, you know, what am I desiring for dinner tonight? What am I desiring to do this weekend? What am I, what movie am I desiring to go see, et cetera, et cetera. Your ego doesn't care about those things. This is why I love starting small because you're building that muscle without that egoic interference or without that emotional interference. Mm. And then when you get really good at expressing your desires and speaking your truth and all of those things in these kind of more mundane ways, it's going to become easier for you to bring the emotional aspect into it because you're going to have already demonstrated so many uh, examples of how you've already been able to express your desires safely that adding a little bit of an emotional component isn't going to be quite as scary. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's, that's awesome advice. I love it. Um, I guess if you would give one last bit of advice on this topic, what would that be? Give yourself permission to get to know yourself, Mm. to know what you want, whether it be in relationship, whether it be in a working environment, whether it be, you know, starting a new career or a new business or how, where you live. (laughs) Uh, Like, (laughs) I mean, there's, there's, you know, in the work that I do and helping people bring their dreams to life, I know oftentimes when we look at that dream relationship or that dream job or that dream location, it's really hard to let ourselves want it because it's not yet there. And what happens if we get it? And it's a disappointment. What happens if we don't get it? What happened? Like, there's just a lot of stories and narratives and limitations around pursuing those things, but get mm-hmm. to know yourself and allow yourself to want what you want. If you're looking for a partnership, you're going to find a partner that's going to meet you there. If you're looking for a job or a, a new place to live or whatever, like, Everything will be brought to you that you're desiring of. I firmly believe mm-hmm. that the universe would never gift us something that we were incapable of experiencing. So get to know right. yourself, get to know what you want, get to know who you are in the world, and then do yourself the favor of letting yourself express that. Mm. And Beautiful. Live it. Yes. I love it. Well, so that is absolutely amazing. I got a lot out of this myself. So thank you so much for just sharing. And where can Thank people you. get to know you? Um, two places. One, you can always hit me up on my website, which is com. B-R-I-S as in Sam, E-E-L-E-Y.com. Um, I'm also Instagram is probably my favorite place, which is where we met. <laughs> yes. um, I love Instagram. I'm on there way, way, way too much. <laughs> Um, so hit me up on Instagram. My handle is Brie Seely. It's spelled the exact same way as my website. And I will definitely, I send messages to almost everyone that follows me. So amazing. I love it. That shows your heart. Incredible. Thank you so much for being on the show and thank you sharing everything. It was amazing. And for everybody listening, go check out her stuff. And as always put some heart into everything that you do today.